the dawn of civilization. Primitive, dangerous, exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs the most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Aww. Look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of uh, the Cave Dweller podcast series. Uh, today we have Eli Healing with us. Uh, he is in a number of bands. Uh, some of the ones that you might be familiar with through our site are Fallen Limbs, uh, his solo project, uh, Lung Knots, and uh, there's a couple of others we haven't covered, which we'll, we'll talk about today as well. So welcome to the show and thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. We've been dealing with your, your music for a while and uh, both Brendan and I are big fans. Um, I know Brendan especially uh, absolutely loves Fallen Limbs. Is he, uh, he? He was. Uh, I think Brendan was that one of your top albums from last year. It was on uh, my top albums from last year, and then um, I'll tell you, like the style and everything. Um, I chopped about a, a half a quarter wood um, to that album. Uh, probably I listened to it on repeat. <laughs> you know, I was just like blasting through stuff, and then uh, you know, it's just. It was so good, man. I was just like, yes, like, this is exactly like, it was like my theme for like a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's nice nice to hear. I, I think you mentioned about uh, um, early, earlier on, uh, you, I think you mentioned about <clears throat> doing some uh, aggressive stuff. I, I think it suits that kind of physical action pretty well. And uh, for me, I connected more with um, your Lung Nuts work. I, I absolutely loved yeah. the last Lung Nuts album, um, Golden Dirges, Molten Larynges. Uh, honestly, a huge fan. Listened to that so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really nice to hear how how um, found that album and gotten, gotten quite fond of it because it's um, out of all of my projects it's maybe the most like out there if you know what mm-hmm. easily like like harshest and roughest thing and ugliest thing that I'm doing and the re- uh, reception for that that album has been quite mind-blowing uh, yeah, since, since it came out in February or so and uh, we wanted to thank you for being involved with the uh, the charity sample and uh, giving us that lung knot song to use. So thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, of of course, it's my my pleasure. I always always am on board. Uh, you know, know and participating all those good cause projects. So, so when it, whenever you have something like, like that in the pipeline again, just contact me and I'll throw you a fucking 10 songs with different projects. We're definitely going to be doing that one again. I think we're thinking of yeah. maybe making that like an annual thing every year for the mental health month. So we'll give you more notice next time and, and get a few tracks yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I think that's a really cool, cool con. Uh, and again, it's for a good cause. So something that I'm, I'm, I'm supporting always. So, Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a good. Yeah, I think it's a good, uh, a good way to raise awareness and actually make some kind of a change. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's cool. Definitely. I mean, it benefits everyone. It benefits the bands involved because their music gets out there. It benefits mm-hmm. charities and raises some awareness for mental health. And obviously, like to some extent, it benefits us too. Putting our name out there attached to something like that. Um, yeah, so everyone absolutely. Kind of, everyone yeah. wins, really. 
Um, it's something yeah. everyone can be proud of. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So uh, the first thing we want to talk about today was is the upcoming uh, Fallen Limbs album. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, Darwin Falls. Uh, is that out August 13th, if I have my, my dates correct? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, August 13th. Okay, and, and who's that through? What, what label is that going to be? Uh, um, uh, that'll be released on vinyl. Uh, there are two labels, uh, Roman numeral records in the mm-hmm. States and the world's currency in Europe. Okay, great. Um, and for you, do you want to tell us a little bit about this album and uh, sort of yeah. Um, okay. So, so with Fallen's, we will always have this um, um, experimental mentality, um, where we like want to push ourselves and our limits as much as possible. And uh, the earliest examples of that that particular scheme was our third EP, from from the fall of twenty eighteen. Um, where instead of continuing the mathcore slash grindcore oriented uh, pace that we had on our first two EPs, um, we instead focused on uh, making these sort of like noisy, noisy electronic soundscapes um, with the addition of like spaghetti western guitars and spoken word bits um pretty much abandoning the whole <clears throat> stylistic um, well well the uh, stylistic leanings we had on the two first eps and um to our surprise um that a particular ep from went down surprisingly well and um, it actually got the most like streams and <clears throat> uh, shares than either previous EPs. And um, um, then, however, we had decided uh, that uh, what we did on that EP was sort of an experiment, and we'll go back to the grindy, mathy stuff uh, for our debut album harm remissions and um well 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 then we did just just that and uh soon after completing the recordings and mixing uh for our first full length lee and i started talking about perhaps continuing uh what we had started started on from and uh uh we had already begun working on uh, the compositions for our second second album, uh, Sleep Vessels. So we thought that maybe we'll finish that one and then to to uh, do like this follow up or sequel EP to Thrum. And uh, initially, our plan was to get Sleeper Vessels released on the first quarter of 2020. And uh, then this sequel EP later that same year. But since since the whole fucking world went down in flames, um, 
<laughs> the, that schedule got uh, delayed quite a bit and we were able to release uh, sleeper vessels like initially it was supposed to be out in like February or March of last year but we were only able to put it out in like September or something like that and uh, <clears throat> during those six months um, extra waiting period uh, we decided that instead of uh, doing or instead of only doing an EP uh, we should do a full length that would continue the story and idea we had on the Thrum, Thrum EP. And then we decided to pursue that and make it like go all in and make an album's worth of that sort of material. Interesting. It sounds like it's been a, a long journey for the band and you've done a lot of different stuff during that time. Um, yeah. What was, I guess, what was your favorite thing to work on as far as what, what do you find the most fun and enjoyable ac- across the whole span of the, the discography? Um, I think that this new album was maybe the easiest one to do. Um uh, this time around, we had we we've had some uh, some issues, some problems uh, with our previous previous releases, and um, mm-hmm. th- they haven't been like as much fun as they should have been. In terms of, I mean, I mean, writing and recording has always been. A pleasant, a pleasant for us to do, mm. but then the mixing and mastering process it it has taken um, its toll on us. It's well, well, it's been difficult. I I won't go <clears throat> too much into detail with that, but but um, but that changed uh, with this this album um, uh, because this time around we worked uh, with. Samuel Vanney from Switzerland, who's a good friend, a friend of ours and with whom we had worked uh, previously um, on on the EP, Their Holes Aroused, blah, blah, blah. And uh, <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm very familiar with him and know how, how he works. And uh, he, he knows that he's working for us and not the other way around right. so like when when we as musicians tell him to do something he does that uh, yeah. at the end in the end of the day we are paying for him for his services so obviously you know our voice rings louder louder than his Right. And uh, and and his uh, he he knows this and we knew it and it it was just just a very pleasant pleasant thing to do. Uh, we had all these uh, guests um, this time around. Earlier on, we've had few vocalists vocalists doing guest spots here and there, but this time we are for the first time having like. <clears throat> these guests doing or participating um, to the instrumental side, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, um, and yeah, and yeah, I mean, it was uh, all the all the people we worked with um, were 
extremely nice and easygoing and it, it, it all just worked out like exactly as one could hope for. So so yeah, it's definitely the most most pleasant thing uh, for us so far. That's great. I want to ask, um, on the, I know you had a lot of guest uh, appearances on the album, who did the spoken word segments? Um, so Lee, Lee did those again, okay. our, dr- our drummer. Um, it was kind of obvious um, that because we, we are continuing the same, same story, um so it just made the mo- most sense to have him him provide those those bits again right no i, I actually I, that's one of my favorite elements on the album i, I love the narration it's fantastic yeah it was, it was it was really good it was definitely well done yeah i th- i think that it it's it really adds like to the overall um atmosphere Mm-hmm. quite a bit quite a bit and since it's like it's a coherent like narrative it's one story uh mm-hmm. running through through the whole thing yeah. um and this time time around i also uh approached i mean i wrote i wrote the narrative and i wrote the lyrics um but this time around um i wanted to <clears throat> approach like my vocals and lyrics from a similar angle as as the narrative so in the end those two uh run like parallel parallel to each other um and they are like parts of the same story but only uh during a different time um on the whole spectrum of the the story we have that would be on. that would be a really cool uh, music video yeah yeah um we actually discussed about that um and if we could provide some visuals to go uh go with it but in the end it turned out um that since the um the story on the album it's it's so specific Mm -hmm. Uh, that in order to provide like accompanying visuals that would actually look 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 good and fit in it it would have just um, the expenses would have been way too high Um, we asked talking about uh doing some uh some sort of visuals like a music video for a track which would potentially come out after the album album is already released but but we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah it's cool it's like uh listening to like a book on tape with like music you know it's like wow like it's a really cool experience you know yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the effect that we wanted, um, like that you can just, you know, <clears throat> envelop yourself and fully be fully submerged um, to the world inside the album. Um, so yeah, that's definitely what we wanted. Well, 
And the um, speaking of visuals, the album art, um, that was you that, that did the photography, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. I, I noticed that you had kind of a common theme that stretches across, well, I mean, not just this, but also your, your solo project that came out uh, itself recently. You also had mm-hmm. those, that, the hands and body parts theme. Is, is there a, a yeah. meaning, behind, meaning behind that to you? Or? Um, uh, there is always an underlying meaning to mm-hmm. to all the photography that I do, um, but uh, with phone limbs, we want to. I mean, I'm doing like uh, pretty much all of the album arts for all of my projects, um, but with phone limbs, we want to keep that certain kind of um, eerie, <clears throat> like atmosphere with the with the artworks uh-huh. uh which are like these uh close close shots of persons um and uh, i want want them to like convey this feeling that well you know that it's like the artworks are images of something but you just uh, you don't fully understand what's going on um it's it's like i want this kind of like open-ended open for interpretation sort of feel um mm-hmm. to to all all of that was the um album art on the lung knots album was that also hands that have been distorted through uh, editing or what what actually is the picture of yeah um so it's um it's based on a photograph um, which I took, and uh, <clears throat> and um, that whole whole project is about, um, in essence, uh, about like the deconstruction of you know yourself um, and, and all the distortions. Um, that you might mentally experience and then I wanted to uh, like convey that idea on the album art uh, which is why it's significantly different different from the others um, because of that that particular style I used use for that uh, but but yeah um, <clears throat> the, there's indeed hands on that cover through too and I mean I've been telling people that I I, I must have some kind of an underlying fetish uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for like human hands because you know the, the, those seem to be on focus like every single time when I do something yeah. <laughs> I mean it looks awesome yeah, it does. It's just it's like your signature aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, 20 years from now, whenever you see like hands somewhere, you can just just say that I probably have something to do. Say, oh, that's, that, that's an Eli piece right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I mentioned... Uh, the works briefly earlier. Um, that was one of your other most recent releases. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that album? Um, you mean the solo album, or yeah, yeah, the one that just came out recently. Yeah, name. yeah. So <clears throat> that was kind of my response um, to this whole pandemic. 
business. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of lot of people um, doing some kind of special projects, you know, now when they've been like confined to their homes and not being able to do well anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I decided that <clears throat> and decided to take uh, the similar similar approach and just compose something and uh, for the first time um, I decided that I will do everything by myself um, apart from the mastering process because I that's something that I prefer not to do Um, but but this album it's the first one where I did absolutely everything Um, I'm doing long knots alone as well, uh, but I have some people helping out here and there. So there's, um, even though it's also like my solo project, there's more <clears throat> more of that collaborative angle mm-hmm. angle to it. So with this um, this album, uh, the lurks, I I just decided to like <clears throat> channel my inner feelings and emotions and vibes and whatever to it and um, then the result was those four 20 minute songs and um, it it I for a very long time I I mulled over whether or not I should use my own name because uh, I don't know I've always just felt <clears throat> felt that it's a bit tacky to to use one's own name um but but in the end it it felt like the only only right thing to do and um i i had some some sort of project names in mind but but in the end i i decided to just just use my own name and see what happens and um and yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the background for that that album. It was uh, it was very different uh, to the other stuff you put. I mean, it had elements of your projects in it, but to me, it felt like a very different piece. Um, Brendan, did you get a chance to listen to that one? Uh, not that one. Okay, I um, I started it. Um, we're talking about Lung Knots, right? No, no, we're talking about uh, the Lurks, the album that uh, Eli put out under his own name. In, uh, when was it released? June twenty, June twelfth. Yeah, yeah, June twelfth. Yeah. No, 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 I haven't heard that one. All right, I'll link you that one after this one. It's it's yeah. like a, it's a very atmospheric, like dark ambient, some synthwave, witch house yeah, stuff in actually. there. Um, yeah, I really dug it. Um, I, I like that type of thing. Um, yeah. So I know. That uh, well, I know this, and a few people know this, but not everyone knows this. Um, that you are behind Trespasser PR. Uh, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, and uh, did you want to maybe like just uh, tell us a little bit about that? Um, yeah. So the idea behind <clears throat> uh, starting Trespasser PR uh, was that um, since I, I from from the beginning. Uh, of Fallen Limbs and Myoplaner, um, I was the one handling all the press and all the public relations, uh, like gathering the electronic press kits and <clears throat> doing the copywriting and, and stuff like that. And um, 
it, it all just came very naturally to me. And um, after I had done it for a wee bit over two years or something like that, um, I just got the idea that, hey, um, I am doing this. Um, I'm, I think I'm good at it. Um, I could perhaps get paid for it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and already at that point, I was, I, I still am working for Roman numeral uh, records. I've been doing press for them since uh, the beginning of that label. And currently I'm also working for Sludge Lord mm-hmm. uh, rec- records and occasionally for uh, Wolves and Vibrancy as well. So I had that kind of clientele behind me already. Right. Right. And uh, then it just felt like natural to extend that. And uh, and yeah, then I decided to officially uh, start the business. And um, and it, it's been going pretty well. Uh, people have been interested in working with me. And um, and yeah, yeah, it, that's pretty much pretty much it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I remember when uh, I think the first time we got our press kit from you was early on in the Cave Dweller uh, lifespan. I think it was probably like August last year or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. But I, when, I, I actually didn't know who you were at the time because um, I hadn't listened to any of your projects at that point yet. Um, so mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. yeah, it was interesting that I, I, I dealt with you on a PR level first before a music level. Um, yeah. yeah, obviously that's all changed now. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Brendan, um, I know you had a couple of questions about um, Maya Planer. You, you wanted to ask? You said, "Oh, um, well, I, I mean, I love the uh, love the band. It's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I found you guys when I was uh, like browsing through Sludge Lord, and I was like, oh my god, like this is, I love it." love it so much who did the uh, artwork for uh, mountain of uh solar who's um that one was done uh by john strider um of coma cluster void all right yeah that one's amazing that that album art actually stuck with me I, the second i every mm-hmm. time i see it i know exactly what album that's from that's uh that's yeah beautiful. yeah yeah, yeah really um cool. Yeah, we wanted to do something, uh, something a little different um, for that project and for those artworks. And um, uh, John and I were, uh, for a brief moment, uh, we had had a project together, and um, it was around around the time uh, when we started Maya Planer. Then when I knew that. Uh, she's doing all this like amazing, amazing like painting esque uh, pieces. Um, I, I when when we had then when we had our first EP EP done, um, then I just reached reached out to her and asked if he if she'd like to do something something for us, and um, then she did, and we loved it, and went then obviously went back back to her when we needed the artwork for the full length yeah uh, it, it's and, cool yeah. it, they look similar too you know like almost like it's part of the same painting you know 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's the idea. Like you know, they are from the same same yeah. world and kind of have this link link between between yeah. them. It almost looks like you know the first one's like a reflection of uh, that. Uh, I don't know, is a solo maybe? <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like yeah, it's cool, man. It's it's definitely sweet. Yeah, the music is yeah. right up my alley. I love it. Atmospheric, it's slamming. It's yeah, horrible. yeah. It's also. Um, I mean, it it was uh, the first, like my my first official uh, project because I I think that we started Maya Planer before I started Fawn Limbs, so that was like the first first band that I I had. Or have, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it has. They have. Oh no! I want to hear more. <laughs> well, well, we are currently like um, in the middle of this like stale period. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm. A, uh, we began working on the follow up album. Uh, uh, right after it was released in 2019 and uh, the album follow up album it has been like written for I don't know a year and a half now but but that whole like band it it's it well well it it just isn't like moving anywhere at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I'm still keeping my fingers crossed that we'll get around <clears throat> um, to at, at least to finish the second album and put it out and then see what happens. Uh, but, but yeah, we, we've been like just inactive for a uh, while now. I mean, it's, it's solid stuff. So uh, yeah. Just do it for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. We'll we'll, oh, we'll do it for you then. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Just tell the, why, tell why, the rest why, of the why not? Tell the rest of the band. Brendan wants it, guys. You got to do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I have to tell them. Tell them that. <laughs> um. And there's one more project of yours I kind of wanted to touch on, which is one that we, we haven't covered as well. Um, yeah yeah so that's the one um, that I'm doing together with Sam who engineered the new Ford Limbs album Um, it's just the two of us Mm -hmm. and uh, it's this that kind of like post rock meets drone ambient kind of stuff I mean we ourselves uh, dubbed Dub that project as like drone rock because mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much what it is. Um, we put out that um, debut WEP last um, April, like in the April of last year, I think. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to follow that up with a full length by the end of the summer, and. Uh, then well, we well we found a label to release it and um, 
Um, I mean, the album was finished, the art was made, uh, and I I believe that everything was uh, sent like to press. I mean, the vinyl vinyl and CDs were sent to press uh, late last year, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently. Uh, the plant that this uh, label is using is experiencing some crazy fucking delays because of the uh. pandemic, and at the moment we um, we, we we have no idea um, when when those will be done because obviously we want to wait until we have the physical items at hand. Right. Um, yeah. Before before you know making any concrete plans about releasing it um the last right. time i i spoke to the label label head i think it was maybe two months ago or something like that and uh, back then he he said that it's uh starting to look like we'd be able to the end of end of summer okay. um end of this summer and i i am i haven't heard back then uh heard back from him since then but but i'm keeping my fingers crossed that we'd be able able to finally release that one and move onwards because our plan plan was to well to write and release music and proceed with the project and now it's also kind of in this limbo because of the global global situation so right and then i think i read recently that there's like a a global vinyl shortage at the moment as well uh yeah um it it depends um on which continent you're manufacturing them uh i think that most places in the states have like like ridiculous uh to turn around uh mm-hmm. periods now it's i i think most of them are like uh from five months to like a year or something wow. like that and most plants in europe are also also running behind schedule so the standard like four months has has changed to like four to six months or something like that wow and yeah. uh and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's only due to the fact that now, now that everyone has, you know, or no one has been able to tour and have been just focusing on releasing music and doing represses of the past albums and stuff like that. That has just, you know, clogged up the whole whole system. Yeah, that and uh, there's, there's been a, a massive swing back towards vinyl the last few years has kept growing. Um, yeah, yeah, and the well, demands just outstrip the the supply. I could be yeah incorrect saying this, but uh, I mean, people like you know, vinyl siding and things like that. People are doing all kinds of crazy projects, using up vinyl mm-hmm. for this and that. You know, um, mm-hmm. doing decks, doing vinyl wrapped wood stuff. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I've I just heard somewhere that it's also the um the medical industry at the moment is using uh the same pellets for 
something um, that are being used uh, for vinyl vinyl manufacturing. Wow. Um, like gloves maybe or something yeah 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 you know some something with fucking plastic on it and uh then like that also to that whole whole thing to slow down yeah it's just a lot of different issues happening at the same time i guess we gotta start planting more vinyl trees (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah 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 but we'll see um i mean it's obviously it's very cool that the um, industry is like experience experiencing this revival yeah. when it come when it comes to vinyl but then again the vinyl manufacturing it it's just it's so slow and uh, yeah yeah it's highly expensive like the profit margins on producing vinyl are like next to nothing mm-hmm. There's also a limited amount of plants, or or a limited amount of plants that are actually professional and worth using. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen a lot of people get burned uh, over the past yeah, know, year yeah. or so with just labels that have taken orders and then completely disappeared off the face of the planet. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another <clears throat> another thing. Um, like um like i'm i'm in that position where you know i'm able to release pretty much all my music on vinyl apart from few exceptions that it's um it's uh, people are i i think that people are uh, accustomed um to delays at the moment but it's it's like <clears throat> Well, well, well. You need to be very careful. Yeah. Careful at the moment with all that. It's, uh, it's one of those things where anyone can make a professional-looking business online. It doesn't take much to build like, yeah. a cheap website yeah. or mm-hmm. set up like, a social mm-hmm. media profile, get your friends to leave yeah. fake reviews or something. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm. I prefer wa- waiting. A little bit longer when I know that I will actually, you know, get the fucking product I paid for, right. and, uh, yeah. and and to ensure that it all works out because I I know that um, in Europe and especially in Eastern Europe, um, there's the kind of you know plants that apparently are are still in business, uh, but the quality is just dog shit and uh yeah it uh, and you know you know because they have no customers obviously um mm-hmm. th- that means means that um they can you know offer like fast turnarounds and lower prices and then these right. then these uh smaller labels and bands they they just bite but whole thing yeah. and and then, like you said, they get burned, burned yeah. on it. So, yeah, it's yeah, gotta I, be worth I, the wait, man. Exactly. Mm. Either it never shows up, or it shows up and it's terrible quality. Um, yeah, yeah. I know a band uh, last year. Um, I won't say the name because I don't want to put out. But I can't remember if they made it public or not. But they had CDs that came through where, uh, when people got them, there was no, there was no uh, files on the actual disc. Mm, yeah 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and actually, that's uh, um, I've had something similar happen happen to me few times um, when Sludge Lord was putting out um, or did put out few phone limbs uh, releases on tape. Um, I I remember Aaron sending me a message that he he just you know put in the first tape from the box um, on that the other side was empty. Uh, <laughs> then, he, then, then he checked another one, um, and the A side was on it like twice on both oh, sides. No. Uh, then the third one was fine, but the fourth one had nothing on it. So in the end, I, I think that he he went through like fifty fucking tapes individually listening wow. them back to ensure that you know he he can sell them to people because it, we we don't need that kind of publicity. No, um, no you don't. Um, and uh, both of you guys have a good reputation. You don't want to ruin that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love a lot of the stuff on, on Sludge Lord, you know. Like, I was just thumbing through mm-hmm. and that's how I found my planner and I was like, wow, man, you know. There's like a certain, like, I love all, almost all of those releases, you know, and like there's a couple that just like really just like stick with you and this one's mm-hmm. one of them for sure was for me, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that um, um, we've been able to expand quite a bit recently. Um, we've been able to work with uh, perhaps like a slightly bigger bands than um, previously, uh, which only you know it adds up to more visibility and and stuff like that and. Uh, and it's cool, cool for me as well. Um, I mean, I'm not the one deciding on which which releases we'll be doing, uh, but but I I don't like I don't want even want to, and um, but I'm I'm I am still involved in the process, and like at the moment, uh, I'm. For example, doing um besides doing all the uh, press stuff uh, for Sludge Lords releases, I'm also doing um, most of the layouts and designs for the tapes and CDs at the moment as well. Nice. Damn, you're busy, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, man gotta do what the man gotta do. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's definitely sweet man like yeah I, I mean i know there's a lot of people that like love everything that's on there there's like a great variety of stuff you know so mm-hmm. for everybody yeah. and yeah uh, it's all fucking awesome i had mm-hmm. uh yeah. you know a couple things uh, off of that label for my uh top top 20 last year you know all that stuff. yeah 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 you know there was, there was a couple. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Roman Numeral records as well. I like like the yeah. some of the stuff that, that you paid us like our premiere and stuff through there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some really groundbreaking experimental stuff on that label, which I love. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think that. Um... <clears throat> Um, Paul, who who owns the label and runs it, um, I think that he has like the correct, the uh, like attitude and mentality towards uh, doing doing 
what he's doing mm-hmm. um and and that is like you know putting all the value on the arts yeah it doesn't definitely. it yeah like it it doesn't matter that you know if if a band has an audience or if a record mm-hmm. sell sells in the end of the day it doesn't you know it doesn't mean anything as long as you can you know put the effort into that and get uh, vinyl to your hand and you have that physical product um the ultimate piece of said um of the ultimate art form um mm-hmm. which i i kind of agree on as well so so yeah i'm i'm very fortunate to be able to work work with paul and that label label as well where are they based are they switzerland um no no i mean paul is uh roman numeral is based in florida oh it's in the u.s oh okay they, yeah, they, seem, yeah. to, they seem to cover a lot of uh interesting european bands um, um yeah 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 they recently did that one swiss swiss band um that hemlock smith and yes i love that and yeah yeah it was a brilliant album and actually um uh sam the guy i'm doing fog with and who engineered the four limbs album he sent me the final masters for that hemlock smith album uh back in last august or something like that uh saying that i i should you know give it a listen and uh then an hour later i sent it to paul to roman numeral and said that man you have to listen to this and by the end of the day we had agreed to release it and awesome. uh, <clears throat> yeah yeah it's a fantastic album album and um i yeah I'm extremely pleased that I was able to work with those people and uh, actually um, each of the musicians on that album also appear on the new Four Limbs album as well. Oh, they do? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, okay. Awesome. That's awesome. They uh, had some... Uh, Brandon, have you listened to their album? I don't think I have yet. Okay, I'm gonna send that to you as well. That was, yeah. uh, I mean, I don't even know what genre to call that. That's like, <laughs> there's, there's like yeah. a, a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on there. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I yeah, mean, it's I kind of, it, yeah. yeah, I'd say that it's like you know, experimental, dark, um, yes, yeah. uh, like folk, folk music, um, some, but but I mean, it, it's it's very unique, unique yeah. album. That was and their, actually, yeah. Mm. So that was like their third collaboration album, or fourth collaboration album together, wasn't it? Uh, it was their third, third right. one. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They've done a lot of interesting stuff together. I mean, even each of their own projects is interesting enough, but when they work mm-hmm. together, it's mm-hmm. like it's next level. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's there's something something magical, magical in those three. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been, I mean, uh, since I got the newest album, I've been listening to it like at least once a week since last August. And uh, <laughs> late, late, and after receiving it, I, I of course had to dig into the previous 
previous collaborations as well as the respective like own own releases and it's all just like stellar stuff that was the same I, thing uh, yeah I, I didn't know them until you sent me that file and i was like oh my god this is fantastic and then i went mm-hmm. back and i listened to all the previous releases as well and this all mm-hmm. that stuff so yeah, yeah. It's, one, it's a fun journey um, yeah yeah absolutely yeah and also there was this funnier funnier snippet uh when they were um because all the guys in in the band um they also know their way around promotion and they did a whole lot of work in promoting that album in switzerland especially mm-hmm. um and one of the guys, the Fane, I think he, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce his name properly, but anyway, um, he he appeared on like this Swiss national television, and I saw and, that. Uh, yeah, I mean, how random is that? Be, I, I, someone just sent me the that fucking clip to that or link to that uh, clip, and then I was watching it okay, I don't speak French, I don't, mm-hmm. like, know anything, but all of a sudden, um, on the screen, uh, you can see the cover of uh, the previous Fawn Limbs album, and our song starts playing, and I was just, <laughs> just like, what the fuck is happening? What's going on? <laughs> and uh, after I posted about it um, to Facebook, he explained that... Um, uh, the guy interviewing him, uh, they kind of inquired about you know the other stuff that the label label is putting out. So right. they played us as an example. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember seeing that clip actually. I think you, maybe you shared it on Facebook or he did. Yeah, I yeah. Him too, yeah. yeah, it was mm-hmm. that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. yeah it was cool um so we're kind of wrapping up towards the last part of the interview time wise uh uh, brendan Brendan always has a couple of like sort of fun questions he likes to ask so i'll I'll let him uh, Mm -hmm. i'll let him fire those off to you all right i was gonna say so you got um what what um what band would you like to uh, open up for um, once you uh, you're able to start doing live shows? That's a tough one. Um, hmm. Um. Well, uh, 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 I I think that if we're talking like a smaller smaller scale bands um it would be like really awesome to be able to play alongside like someone like frontier for example um but then then if we go crazy um i've always adored uh nick cave and everything he does uh so so I, I think I think that it it would be highly interesting uh, to be an opener for Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> I uh, I love that band. Uh, yeah, you know, you know what's weird? He's obviously from Australia, but 
Mm-hmm. I feel like people in Australia don't really appreciate him. His audience is so much bigger outside of his own country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've noticed noticed a similar thing too. Um, I think that he is uh, widely acknowledged because his his music just it it speaks to people. Yeah, entirely very... on yeah yeah on it on its own level level entirely mm-hmm. yeah there's no one quite like nick cave to be honest like, mm-hmm. I, I yeah love, no i, I yeah. love his music mm-hmm. yeah timeless <laughs> um mm-hmm. what's your uh favorite uh instrument to play you know you uh... mm. my favorite instrument to play will would probably be my vocal cords because <laughs> I I enjoy uh, recording or doing vocals the most. Um, I mean, I've I've been playing guitar for like sixteen uh, years or something like that now, and um, I mean, yeah, obviously, if I didn't enjoy playing it, I I wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, if if I had to pick, I'd I'd still say that I most most enjoy uh, doing vocals. Nice, nice. Um, w- would you like you know do like sing for like kids' birthday parties and stuff, or would you? <laughs> um, I I'd rather not. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, unless unless you paid me enough, then obviously I would. But but you know, if it's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that just for fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, we got. How about um, if you could, uh, you know, co- do a collaboration with anybody? Mm-hmm. Uh, who who could you? Uh, who do you want to work with? Um. I have to uh, decline that question, actually, because I. Well, let let's just leave it at that. Okay, onwards. All right. Um, <laughs> denied. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, let's. Uh, how about um. If you could uh, perform uh, with uh, any band, uh, live or dead, um, um, one band that I have the utmost respect and admiration uh, towards um, is this New York-based math grind band called Thin. Um, who released uh, I think it's their debut album Dawn Uh, I think it came out last year Um, they are one of the few um, bands that has like really struck me hard Um, and uh, I think that it would be very pleasant to be able to perform with those those guys hell yeah what, what was the band name? Um, how do you spell it? Uh, uh, thin. Just T-H-I-N? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, Thin. awesome. I'm gonna check them out. I yeah, me too. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, heard absolutely. Them. Yeah, yeah, they New are. York too, so that's kind of close. So. Yeah, yeah, they are fantastic. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Um, what is uh, what? What's your uh, favorite kind of like genre to like relax to and kind of wind down? Mm, I'd say that the more violent, the better. Um, because I I can't really uh, relax when listening to like atmospheric or slow music. Um, like I enjoy a lot of um, ambient and drone drone stuff, but I always get like um, too caught up in those um, soundscapes to be able to fully uh, relax. So if I just want some background noise, um, then I'll just put on something as ugly and abrasive and fast as possible. You know, I kind of understand that as well. Um, yeah. For, for me, if I want to put something on in the background that I don't have to pay any attention to, it would mm-hmm. just be something like brutal death metal or slam. Um, yeah. Because it's like yeah. that constant, never stopping, like, yeah, it's kind of just noise. It's pleasant to listen to, but you don't have to focus on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because in the, in the end, it all sounds like, more or less the same song. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. not a bad thing. It's just yeah, it is what it no, is. No, 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 no. It has like a yeah, general yeah. sound to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes when I'm driving and I just have to, like, you know, I don't want to pay attention. I'll put on stuff like that too. Same reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So for me, I like listening to uh, stuff that you have to pay attention to in the car. You know, when I'm driving, like mm-hmm. I do like yeah. the mindless stuff or like um, you know. Uh, like quicker songs or if you will uh you know short trips and stuff but you mm-hmm. know if i'm like heading out for like a trip you know I, I like listening to something like intricate you know yeah yeah i've been listening um uh a lot of like dark jazz uh when driving nice. um i i only got my license um like last fall okay. and uh um um we have a relatively good good speaker system i like nothing nothing high hi-fi but um still good enough to be able to like listen to something like more um like delicate and intricate stuff uh without losing losing too much um and i i like it's kind of um especially on longer longer trips um in order to avoid all kinds of fatigue um mm-hmm. it's I, I found that it's the most pleasant pleasant thing for me to listen to stuff like that nice i kind of have a follow-up question to that one with um mm-hmm. with, i guess you can call it musical burnout uh, you know, when mm-hmm. you listen to too much new music and you struggle to find time to listen to the things you love or just relax mm-hmm. and listen to music for fun. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you work for two labels, you do the PR stuff. You must mm-hmm. have the same same issue as me because I get so much music submitted to me. It's just it's hard to find time to listen to you know, music, for, music yeah, for fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, um, I think... Mm, uh, that I have some kind of an internal 
like clock for that mm-hmm. stuff um uh because you know i either care or i don't um if you send something to me on those days that i just don't want to listen to anything i will f- not fucking listen to it i, I will forget mm-hmm. everything about it and then maybe get back to it a month or two later right um but uh th- these days i generally um I, i i try to listen to as much like new music uh that's being put out um especially the stuff that you know have some sort of a boss around them um but in the end of today the um there's very little uh bands or artists that you know stick with me mm-hmm. um so I, i i think that in the end um i I listen to music for fun quite uh, uh rarely these days yeah. uh mostly because i'm i'm just just too busy and with all these right. uh different musical projects i want to be able to express my own like artistic vision through them and i think that if i spend too much time uh with listening to other people's music that would like um eventually you know bleed into my own doings and uh, i want to avoid avoid that as much as possible right yeah for me with the site because we get you know like 150 200 mm-hmm. emails yeah. emails a week of submissions yeah. it's, it's just insane um mm-hmm. obviously we can't work through all of it but it got to a point for me where i was trying to spend so much time listening to stuff that got submitted that i hadn't listened to like classic albums i loved in like weeks type thing So for me, I just, yeah, I, kinda had to, yeah. I, just set, I just set boundaries and be like, I know you kind of have to make time. You know, you don't want to fall out of love with the music you love. So I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I made a, I made a rule that like if I'm in the car driving, I don't listen to anything mm-hmm. new. Like when I'm driving, that's mm-hmm. like you know I go back to the albums I love. I go back to stuff I just find fun and relaxing. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I found a good balance that way. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it worked for me at least. Mm, yeah 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 that sounds like a good uh good solution um and i mean i i stay on the pulse i mean i try to be as educated as possible about new new things mm-hmm. and uh, i think what one thing that helps me uh, it's everything else that i'm doing i'm also uh, uh, writing for this blog called uh, uh everything is noise Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everything is noise, um, and over there we have a quota that you need to do like a certain amount uh, of reviews per month in order to mm-hmm. keep 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 the site alive. And I think that um, that sort of like you know and being part of that group of like 20 people with oh, where you know everyone has their own like um areas of like expertise and their own uh voice and uh, that way we all get like um i don't know what's what's the word um we well we get like subjected to a, a lot of like different uh 
different types of music um, over there. And I, I think that that's like single-handedly um, keeps me up to speed uh, with the current times and music right. that's being put out. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I can, I can appreciate yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Brendan, I, I kind of threw you off there. Did you have any other questions there? Yeah, I think we're pretty much we're good, man. Awesome. Um, Eli, do you have anything else that you wanted to mention, like upcoming stuff, anything people should check out? Um, well, I, I think that most people listening to this already are more or less aware of my doings, but um, I I just wanted to say that I thoroughly appreciate each and every single one of you taking the time uh, to listen listen to or look at um, any of the stuff that I'm doing and um, yeah yeah I, I think that's it um, keep an eye out for the Fawn Limbs album we have another single coming uh, quite soon and uh, then that Fog album uh, I hope that it'll be out by the end of summer or early fall um and then, 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 I started working on the follow-up for the Long Knots album. Awesome. Um, early last month, and I'm making good progress with it. And I, uh, well, well, now that I'm able to work with uh, Tartarus Records on the vinyl release, <clears throat> or I hope I will be able to work with them uh, for their second album to. Um, so I, I mean, I obviously don't know yet that when that'll come out, but, uh, but yeah, that's happening. And then, um, well, at the moment, I, I really can't say anything about, uh, the Maya planer, uh, because our status is what it is at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, but besides those, um, uh, I have this new, like noise project uh, with Dan, uh, the owner of Trepanation Recordings. Awesome. He's he's also playing bass in Mastiff and uh, mm-hmm. doing var- various things on this one other noise project, which I can't pronounce. But anyway, <laughs> um, so so we have a new project called Sulfur Nurse. Um, awesome. There's also a third guy, um, a poet from Alabama, uh, on it, and uh, our debut album is done now, and uh, wow. we are just just waiting for the label label to let us know um, when we we'd release it. But it'll it'll be uh, during this fall, early awesome. winter at the latest. And uh, and yeah, then I have. Uh, what else? And then uh, Lee, uh, the drummer of Four Limbs, and I, uh, we have a new grindcore project called Gotta Fucker. Uh, we <laughs> are working on our uh, first first album at the moment, and hopefully we'll be able to release that by the end of the year. And um, then I'm also working on my first book, uh, which... Uh, looks that it'll be released early next year. 
um, it'll be like this art book sort of thing, uh, uh, uniting like my photography. Um, there will be a short story, and then there will be an audio book uh, of that as well, uh, to which I've I've composed music, and then have the. <clears throat> Uh, vocalist from Hemlock Smith uh, providing the spoken spoken bits and um, I think that's pretty much it at the moment or at least I, I think that that's pretty much everything I'm allowed to talk about at the moment nice awesome. so, that's a lot that's a, <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> yeah 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 it is but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, like I well, said earlier. So that's a good yeah. thing. It means we, we have a lot to look forward to. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mean, uh, and, uh, yeah so, sorry, I didn't need to cut you off there. Just, just say that, that you know, it's it, it it keeps the mind fresh to be able able to do all these things. And um, in at the end of the day, I don't I don't give a single fucking shit about how many bands or how many projects I have uh, because the point point of all of it is obviously to you know to do music on all all of its different um, aspects and fronts so so yeah yeah so for anyone who's interested in those projects obviously keep an eye on all of the different social accounts for those bands mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously keep an eye on the outside because we're going to be covering I would say probably all of this uh, <laughs> so yeah well, just want to say thanks so much for taking the time and coming on the show yeah. it was great talking to you um, we learned a lot about you and the project so it was, it was a good chat yeah yeah it's it's my, my pleasure absolutely and uh, if you ever want to come on again to discuss some of the new stuff that comes out over the next 12 months just let us know again mm-hmm. and have you back yeah absolutely yeah alright well, I guess that's it 